You're listening to the Rollover and Die podcast, brought to you by MCM Comic Con. Previously on Rollover and Die, Pip keeps the party's promise to meet Madame Elspeth in the hanging market of Havenridge. She warns Pip of the persons that are after her, all of whom bear a familiar mark of a triangle. When everyone else is, um, makes it to the surface, they discover a key and let themselves out, only to find they're hundreds of miles away from whence they started. And that's what I'm done with. Ready to roll over and die. Don't actually prefer feet, just for the record. Is that in there, Tim? <laughs> yeah, that's in there. No, we got it. Make me go sick. Josh, 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 did you hear that you said bears a triangle? Bears? Bears in triangles. <laughs> bears in triangles. That's the only way you can capture bears. Bears and triangles. They fear triangles. Bears. Facts. Bear facts. Bears in triangles. Don't Google that. I think we've all lost our minds. <laughs> Ever so slightly. You've got to uh, have a mind in the first place. Uh, oh, that's harsh. Uh, so, uh, I'm, I've, the last two recordings... I was just going to say, that's really... A, sorry. There you go. <laughs> so awkward already. I was just going to say it's super convincing when you say that with a piece of lemon tart behind your head. Oh shit, I forgot that that was even there. It's been so long. I like lemon tart and I need an extra big one so I can just go... That's glitched out and looked really weird then. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not uh, sure what this thing here is. I don't mean to ruin uh, it. It's now part I of lemon zest. lemon zest. I can't right. take the horse seriously, Eddie. <laughs> Hi. Is that the horse you went riding on? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's Pip's horse that she's got. The horse is going. Yeah, I think it needs to do now. I need it. ruined it. Okay. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I cannot see it. I mean, <laughs> is that bad? Yeah. yeah, that's a lot better. <laughs> Thank you. Cool. Um, and it's usually, I you can't go anywhere. Okay, so, you ruin the background. Fun's over. Boom. Thanks. Great virtual background. End of yes. You should get a virtual background in somebody else's room. Ellie's already <laughs> done that. I think oh. we've been trying to do this for so long. We forgot that we're actually doing the recording. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, so I think what we'll do is uh, we'll go straight to Pip first. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yes. Sure. Uh, so, Pip. Yeah. Uh, you have been informed by Madame Elspeth uh, about the people that are after her. She's decided to leave rather hastily from the Whale and Wellington and head further up north. Uh, she's asked you if you can have a rendezvous with her contact uh, in, well, back in Suttonshaw. Uh, but obviously, the decision's up to you, whatever you want to do. Uh, but she's gone upstairs now. She's left um. you to your own devices. I am going to go back to certain shore mm-hmm. with my horse Clip Clop, who nice. doesn't look anything remotely appropriate. <laughs> um, so the question here is: with uh, travelling back, it's <laughs> quite late in the afternoon where you are now. Um, you can either set off now, probably have to camp halfway, and then complete the rest of the journey in the following morning, or you can stay here. And then leave and get there tomorrow. Um, I think yeah. I'm quite in a rush to find my friends again. So I'm going to set off now. But okay. can I not stop overnight? I think, does that mean oh, yeah. like a point of exhaustion? Correct. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's in fact a condition area on your um, carriage sheet, D&D Beyond, uh, where you can select 
a condition of one point of exhaustion. So you'll ride yeah. through the night. Yeah. You won't actually get there like in the morning or anything. It's pretty more like 11 p.m. midnight time by the time you get to Sutton Shore. But you do feel absolutely exhausted right now. Um, she doesn't ride do through I, the night. How do I put that? Right on <laughs> I don't approve of this. Oh, no, I was singing the song. It's that visual that we've got in our brains now. And I blame Annie, not you. I blame Annie. I'm going to hold on. Um, so, uh, Ellie, if you go to um, your character sheet, on the right hand side, just belief where your hit points are, is a yeah. box called conditions. Click on add active condition. Right at the bottom, there'll be exhaustion. Click on level one. Jobs are good. Maybe if I could find it, it would be. Oh, so you know where your hit points are on a current sheet? Yeah. Uh, just underneath there is a box and it says conditions. Oh, sorry. Yes, yes. Cool. Awesome. If you click on that and then, yeah, I'll open up. I don't have. Wait, no, I do. At the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot how to function as a human. Yes. It's all good. It's all good. It's, uh, it's crazy I'm times at the moment. I'm tired in real life and in the game. Perfect. You've also selected one point of exhaustion, IRL. Wow. <laughs> uh, yeah, so you get back in the very late night, very early morning uh, into Sutton Shore. Uh, what would you like to do? Um, I'm going to go straight to where I know this person is. Okay, so you go to the. Uh, let me just get up my documents. Here it is. So you head straight for. As we all know, the Bar Quintine Liborium Rorium. Yeah. Uh, it takes you about 30 minutes to wind your way. Do you go atop horseback or are you going to stable your horse and uh, walk there? <laughs> um, I'm going to keep my horse with me. Okay. Yep. Cool. So you'll just clip flop through the streets of Suttonshaw on the way to uh, the Bar Quintine Liborium Rorium. Mm -hmm. uh, when you arrive, you find that the doors are closed for the evening. It seems to oh. operate some kind of opening time. Uh, there is a notice board outside. Uh, the notice board is for public messages, but also has the opening times. Um, and it looks like it doesn't open until uh, 7 a.m. Can I knock loudly on the door? You absolutely can. Uh, you go up there, you bang on the front door, uh, and there is no response. Um, not sure if anyone like lives here. Does it look like there's living quarters above? This place is huge. Uh, so either there are multiple living accommodations on upper floors, or it's one giant uh, building <laughs> full of rare books and arcane tomes. I am going say. to try and break in. Okay. How would you like to break in? Would um, you like to well, go like, have... try the via the door, maybe search for a, a back door, uh, try yeah. one of the windows? Climb to the roof. Do you? I don't have um, like thieves' tools or anything, so I'm gonna try like the windows, see if there's a back door. I can jump really, really high. So if I need to jump up, I'll do okay. that. Uh, what would you like to try first? Um, the windows. Uh, so roll an investigation check for me, please. Yes. Fifteen. 15. As you're searching around, you get towards the sort of rear third of the uh, Laborium Aurorium, and uh, you spot that there's one pane on the second floor, uh, and it's all, they're all lead 
glass like crisscross uh, and one of the diamonds of glass is missing you think that if you can get up there you might be able to put your hand through unlatch it and get in that way okay. you'd have to climb up about 20 feet though that's can i jump up 20 feet i believe you can yeah, you got the ring of jumping so you can probably just six million dollar man yourself up there i'll just do that cool no splat uh, roll an roll, uh, acrobatics check, but it's going to be very nominal. It's just mostly for you just to like land on the ledge accurately. Just don't um, roll like a really low row. Four below. Mean? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no worries. Yeah, you, you do. Da, 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 and you're onto the ledge. Uh, you slip your hand through uh, the little triangle of glass that's missing. Uh, you fumble around for a second, find the latch, open up, and you're in. Okay. Great. I. <laughs> I go in. So you're on the second floor. Uh, there is no. Do you have low light vision? Um, you, I, I'm checking yours. No, you do not. Um, oh. So it's pitch black in here. Uh, okay. You can't really see any more than about sort of five or ten feet in front of you. Okay. Um, I'm gonna assume that. Wait, what can I see around me? So immediately uh, to your left and right are stacks of books, like shelves. Okay. I'm gonna head up. Um, to look for like an office or hopefully living space. Okay, roll a perception check with disadvantage. 12 plus one or one plus one. Uh, so <laughs> can you roll a dexterity saving throw for me, please? <laughs> Natural 20. Okay, that's fine. Um, you catch yourself just as you are. Uh, searching around, hands in front of your face, uh, looking for uh, an office or staircase or something to uh, a door that may lead to an office. Uh, and as you're doing that, you collide with a banister. Had you not got your wits about you, could have gone tumbling headfirst down into like black depths below you. You think it extends maybe all the way down to the ground floor. So that could have been a nasty, like potentially twenty foot drop. Maybe uh, if I die, yeah, just um, open up the library and it's dead. Hi everyone. <laughs> On the floor. Oh, just sweep that out. <laughs> uh, so, um, but with the two, you unfortunately do not find what you're looking for. You find okay. a banister. Um, in that case, I'm going to assume that no one is living here, I guess. So... If, if anybody is, they are fast asleep and there is no light. Okay. You can't hear anything either. Um, is there a stack of books near me? There's books everywhere. You can't Can I... step five feet without walking into books i'm just going to push a stack of books over okay like you know because they're all in shelves so would you like to push an entire shelf of books over i'm probably not strong enough to do that but i'm gonna try sure okay. <laughs> uh roll and <laughs> roll an athletics check for me, just jump at it i got a 19 plus three yeah that's enough <laughs> uh so you, <clears throat> you go up to a giant oak wooden uh shelving unit that's full of books um, and you figure out that you could probably lever underneath it like using a few bits and pieces from your uh, backpack and it te teeters to one side and then creaks and teeters to the opposite side and then you just give it one last heave ho and it starts falling over <laughs> uh, and it hits the next shelving unit which hits the next <laughs> shelving unit which hits further five shelving units and you just hear an almighty crash as roughly about half a ton of wood and books all fall down on one another. 
Um, fortunately, the floors do not give way, uh, but there is an almighty crash as hundreds of books and eight giant oak bookcases collapse. Does anyone domino wake effect? Up? Sorry. Does anyone wake up? Uh, you pause. Uh, you can even smell the dust that's coming off all of the debris, uh, though you can't see really any of it because you still haven't got any source of light at the moment. Um, and you wait for 30 seconds. Wait for another 30 seconds. You can't hear anything other than the sounds of a still bustling city from outside, like maybe a few drunks. You can hear like cats, birds, that kind of stuff. Uh, the occasional bottle in the street. But from inside, there is silence. Okay, um, I, I think I've fully ruled out the fact that anybody is here, so I'm just gonna curl up in the corner and take a nap until morning when someone comes to wake up to open up. Groovy, sounds like a perfect time to flip over to the other f- three, four of you. Three, three, four. There you go. Four. <laughs> I was like, there's me, so minus one, but also minus Ellie, <laughs> minus t- too much. We're the ones that are bad at maths, Tim. Yeah, it's been a... It's been <laughs> so, um, we're back over to you. Uh, now, you're all up in that guard room, uh, which is above the prison area. There is a very slowly bleeding out corpse behind you all. Uh, you found the key to open up the portcullis, uh, which Chad is currently pulling up. Uh, the rest of you ducked underneath. Uh, you are joined by the rest of the pirates. Um, you're in a room that's got an oculus. Uh, There is a very small amount of snowfall coming through the oculus. You can see the condensation of your breath in front of you. Uh, Off to, I believe I said the right-hand side in the archway, there is, uh, you can see fire light coming from there, and you can hear the sound of metal on metal being banged together. The other two archways are unlit. So I'm lifting, <laughs> I'm lifting up the portcullis. Where you yep, guys everyone's going? gone through. Yeah, where you uh, guys You going? can be the last one to duck through if you want to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm just I have to really confused where we through. are. I'm so confused. We're in the mountain with mountain octopuses, and we need to escape this snowy mountain. I so, want to ask Annie's friend if he knows. Uh, oh, Gentlecar. Gentle Khan. Gentle Calf. Gentle Calf. Gentle car. 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 What would you like to ask Gentle car? Just, um, I don't know how long you've been in, in the, like, submerged dungeon bit, but, um, do you remember how to get out of it or how much, how difficult it will be? Like, how many people are here guarding this? Like, how, how, can we just walk out or is this going to be a thing? So I was bagged and gagged uh, and unconscious when they captured me and dumped me in this prison. I have garnered a few uh, stories from uh, my previous settlements uh, about where we are. Uh, I know there are robot priests that operate this. Uh, I don't know really what you'd call it, like a monastery or a temple or... A keep, um, but I know all I know is of the dungeons and what they try and feed me. I've maybe seen, don't know, maybe like five different people. 
To be clear, did you say robot priests? <laughs> I said I definitely did not say a robot priests. I said a robot, a robot priests. Oh. That's Maybe robot. difficult because I have a a different <laughs> accent than you, my Githyanki accent. Be a lot cooler if they were robots, but that's fine. <laughs> Certainly would diminish your murder of one of them. Would it? Wow. <laughs> wrong intimidation check. <laughs> sure. Oh, hey, wrong mouse. Get in a fight with my friend. He's fine. He's gentle. My still snake. Yes, you categorically did say last time because people trying to talk to you that you were a snake. <laughs> I don't want to. Oh yeah, Annie. Annie threw. Yeah, Annie threw something at me, didn't she? Yes. So Cleo, sorry. What do you get? <laughs> I got a fifteen. Fifteen. Uh, yeah, he kind of like backs up a little bit and steps behind Mike. I'm like a seven-year-old girl. Yeah, are you going to protect yes. him? Uh, gentle car. <laughs> Like that. I'm just going to start using like real world names like Dave. For a <laughs> we'll mess with it. Yeah, we'll still fuck with those. Maybe like Dave. Dave. Mm. <laughs> um, okay. So, whilst we're like, whilst everyone else is talking, I'm going to summon Seed, but I haven't decided what I want because I can't remember what I'm allowed. And I also have oh. to think of a coffee chain name. That's very true. Um, so, what's everyone else doing whilst Aya? Kind of goes into a little bit of a trance. Uh, her eyes kind of glaze over, and she looks into the far distance. Uh, so uh, you are still a snake, Parter. Um, Chad, you've just intimidated uh, a sort of a goblinoid space pirate. And cool. Mike, you are still a seven-year-old girl. Yeah, I'm telling. Um, I'm explaining to Gentle Card that knowing us, um, group of ragtag friends who actually haven't known each other that long. Uh, <laughs> What we tend to do is when it's we been get twenty four days. I mean, <laughs> when, when we get exactly <laughs> there is a well lit path that way that is looks safer because it's well lit, and then there's two other paths that way that don't have any light. Obviously, where do you think we're going to go? <laughs> Probably not towards the light because that would uh, that would. Garner that there are people there and surely want to escape and not to run into anyone. I'm halfway down towards that way because I want to check it out. Because I'm my th- towards the light. Awesome. <laughs> <Wait for> the <laughs> light. <laughs> I'm a snake. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, but you still have your brain. Change your thought. You're still you. Uh, yeah, my brain is minus one intelligence. <laughs> brain is minus eyes, one intelligence. You still see the light. <laughs> yeah. Huh? When you close your eyes, do you still see the light? You know, uh, the lights that Tim sees. Did the snakes have uh, eyelids? Uh, of they, do. they do, yeah. In fact, don't they, they, don't they have two sets of eyelids? What, one for it? Uh, two eyes. Oh, might be specific them. types of lizard. It might not anyway. be snakes. I'm kind of, I'm not going to go all the way down there. I'm just thinking as a snake. It's <laughs> just, the, just the tip of my snake pokes in. Um, Let's have a little... Have a little look around. Lovely. And, it, <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, have you got your have you got your snake stats? My snake stats. St- your snake stats. <laughs> my snake. My constrictor snake. Yes. Stats. Can you? Yes. What do you want? Oh. oh. Did everyone else get that? Yeah. 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 You upgraded. So we keep on going. Um, 
So what did you get for your, have you got your sex act? So uh, roll your perception check. If it doesn't have perception written on there specifically, it will just be your wisdom score. Yeah, it's got intelligence wisdom. That's it, saving throws. So oh, what's saving your, throws. Uh, it's not saving throws, it's a skill rather. No. Um, what's your wisdom as a snake? Uh, uh, right, in skills, in skills it's only got, oh, my wisdom is plus eight. Plus eight as a snake. Oh, just the number eight. Plus eight, says here. Oh no, wisdom, plus five. 20. 20. Cool. So you roll a 20. <clears throat> uh, so as you, you slither in on your belly, uh, you hear, well, first of all, you hear the sound of hammer on anvil that emanates from this archway uh, leading out the oculus chamber. Uh, inside, you spot that there is a forge. Uh, attending this forge, there is a sweaty, soot-covered female dwarf uh, working the casting forge. Uh, she's wearing full heatproof clothing and goggles and is currently pouring heated liquid into a mold. Uh, with a 20, um, you also somehow slither up the side of a uh, table leg or onto a chair and you can spot on uh, top of a stone edge next to her, there is a bowl. Inside that bowl, there is a pile of necklaces and branding irons. And especially with a 20, uh, you know, and it's because it's you, uh, you recognise the branding irons and the necklaces all have a very familiar design on them. <gasps> yes. Uh-huh. It's a bear triangle. A bear my, triangle. My constrictor mouth just goes... <laughs> <laughs> and your tongue just rolls out, rolls out like a fruit roll-up. And, and I slither quickly back and halfway up the tunnel, turn back into myself Great. and run up, run up to the seven-year-old. Like, <laughs> uh, right. Meanwhile, yeah. <clears throat> we'll go over to Aya, because I think Aya, you've had, you've had a little bit of time to think about uh, decisions you want to make. What challenge rating? Oh, right. So challenge rating is going to be around about uh, at least a quarter. Uh, there could be a uh, half. half. There could be a it could be a, you could make a case for challenge rating one. Um, okay, I either want to... I want it to be like... If it's, if it's snowing, I want it to be like a snowy beast. Like a so snow skier. Or, or a, a climby beast okay. if we're like up a mountain. Mm-hmm. So there is uh, either under large beast, which I assume it has to be. Yes, to carry um, like someone with... Someone who's like a, a medium creature that, but is also wearing a lot of armor. It needs something relatively strong and big. Either direwolf is one, mm-hmm. uh, giant goat is half, mm-hmm. or giant spider, which would be quite climby, and that's one no. as well. I roll uh, I will. I'm, <laughs> allowed, I'm, cool. I'm happy to. Um, I'll give you the half for free. There's no problem. If you want to go up to a one, I will say there is something wrong with them. If you go for a challenge rating one if there's something wrong with it i definitely want to go for spider because that's going to be really janky and weird okay cool um got seven legs <laughs> I, I need you to roll a d6 for me please and tell me the this number that's actually quite exciting what deformity will my pet have <laughs> the magic's trying to create something that is like out of its remit and so it's not <laughs> quite summoning something in its constituent form something's gone amiss with the magic um oh, i rolled the six. Oh, okay what's his name uh pret 
Pret, <laughs> Pret the spider. Not uh, even fun. Okay. Uh, you summon a spider. Uh, in this climate, because uh, you're thinking about in terms of this climate, it's not your usual, like maybe silver black or brown type spiders. It's actually got like gray, grayish white hairs covering it um, and has these big blue uh, markings over its thorax and the underside of it as well. And the mandibles are like a navy uh, and it is giant. So it is like a large creature. So you're talking like the, the size of its body is the size of one of you, but its leg spans over so eight, eight feet ish. Uh, it's definitely it's big enough for you to like get on one of the trap high tide parts of its body uh, to uh, ride along on top. Um, um, I don't like that this giant spider is bigger than me. It's, it's giant, it's massive, yeah. It's bigger than all of you. Um, you. Nothing seems to be untoward. Oh no, it's a secret problem that will... It's going to try and eat us. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> um, everyone, this is Pratt. Uh, somebody's going to have to kill that spider at some point. <laughs> yeah. Just as a heads up. If um, anyone comes near it, they'll have a flail. In their um, I think, uh, Alice, can you also roll a d4 for me, please? God, yeah. yeah actually, I know how Tim knows a crab anatomy very well. He seems to know a spider. I know. I don't know what mandibles are. Neither. Got my d4. Yeah. How did you miss the table? <laughs> <laughs> that you were sitting at. Yeah. <laughs> How did you do that? These on the floor. I'm rolling it into a tiny little thing so that it doesn't make a oh. noise. Well, that made much more noise. <laughs> well worth a lot it. more time. Not distracting at all. No. Uh, four. Four. Okay, cool. Ah, oh, lovely. Mm. Um, uh, so you summon uh, your fine steed. It takes about 10 minutes. So it's one of the last thing, things that happened. Uh, so you're done. I'm going to say that that's about the time it takes for Parta to investigate. Uh, Mike and Chad, can you just give me a what's up, what you're doing for like the next five minutes? Well, I was letting down the portcullis and then apparently, I didn't actually mean to intimidate, but I'm very intimidating. So I naturally intimidated that little goblin. And apparently that's what I did. Well, he's about six foot. Mike. He's not little. To me, he's kind of little. <laughs> Fair enough. And you've made him feel that way. Like Good. psychologically. I don't know why. I, I have nothing against this goblin. I just wanted a robot. Just hate his face. <laughs> I just hate goblin faces. <sighs> goblin uh, pirates, specifically. Um, I go up to Chad, and because I'm still a seven-year-old little girl, and on tiptoes, I try and like reach his face, and I'm like, uh, 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 uh to defend my little friend, my friend, and little, rather than little friend. Rather than turn around and walk back to him, I'm going to moonwalk back to him, as I have done before so well, Perfect. and tell him that for for however many, however many years he's been locked away, um, he's missed out on so much, and I try and teach him moonwalk. Okay, um, I'm just trying to like, what would a teaching a good teaching thing be? I think roll a straight intelligence check for me, please, to try and teach someone, and then he'd have to do. And acrobatics to try and learn it from you. Chad, you oh no, Chad can't cross class Greece, can you? Uh, I got six. You got six. Oh, okay. Um, so you just like you know, you just I do this, and then you moonwalk 
but you haven't really imparted any of the, like, the physicality that one needs yeah. uh, or the technique. You're just like, just do this, and then you moonwalk, and then he's not really getting it. And then you're just like, well, it's really easy, like, just do this, and then you yeah, moonwalk you again. Really yeah, and eventually both of you kind of get a little bit about, like, oh, why is he not getting this? And he's like, I don't understand. Eat your scraps of food, it's fine. Yeah, and so he does. He's very thin. He's very happy about having any kind of food that isn't like uh, like the leftovers or the second helpings of the people upstairs. That makes me happy. Cool. Uh, right. <clears throat> uh, Chad? Yeah. Uh, so is all you wanted to do was basically just intimidate, but not want to intimidate, if, but intimidate. If, if I can do more, I would like to... Yeah, you've got five minutes. Okay. Well, I'm going to lizard sneak. Uh, down the lit corridor. Okay. Roll a stealth check for me, please. Sorry, everybody. Ten. Ten. Mm. Oh. Mm. Mm. Okay. This is, this is close enough that I need to check. So this is probably happening about the time that, Parter, you've done your recce and you're heading back. You've kind of like passed each other at the point where you've seen it. You've just clocked the branding irons, you've clocked the necklaces, and you've gone, okay, need to get back. And as soon as you turn around, it's just like his Chad's snoot is right up against your own. Uh, right, to be fair, be... I thought you went down one of the dark ones. No, uh, no so you went down the same one. Down, uh, it's probably Chad that he Oopsies. would pay attention to <laughs> where people are going. <laughs> Oopsies. Oopsie. Actually, worked quite well. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, right. We're about to die. So we made, uh, we made it twenty-four oh, days. Oh yeah. Um, so as you as you try and sneak into the room as part of the snake <laughs> exits, uh, the hammering stops, and again you see an anvil. You see a forge here, and you see this uh, dwarven person working uh, on something that they've just smelted. Uh, and the whole thing stops and they take the goggles off and put them onto the head and they look around and just clock eyes with you and there's that split second like eye to eye contact, what do you do? I slowly lizard sneak backwards Okay. Try to moonwalk Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, just, I just learned how to moonwalk mm-hmm. Uh, so I lizard moonwalk and it's on all fours so it looks yeah. even cooler <laughs> it's very low um, and you're backing up like a, a cat that just seen its own reflection yes uh, simultaneously while you're doing that Pato you've got uh, a speed increase because you're going forwards and you're slithering back into the room uh, and you're just in the middle of the room where everybody else is and you're about to like try and impart this knowledge whether or not you shape change back or uh, you try and write it out with your own snake body in cursive script. I don't know what your intention is, but before you can do that, uh, this giant, like, grey white spider with these uh, blue spots all over it uh, just lowers itself on its eight legs. So its head is right on the floor in front of you, and uh, the mandibles and the maw just opens up and just before you can do anything, just absorbs half of you into its mouth and then stands back up again and just hu- you're, you, it goes all black for you 
You're in <laughs> the spider's gullet. Yeah, and your, your tail Make is. It likes you. Yeah, hanging out. Why do, you, I mean, why, do your pets, you. why do your pets try to kill me all the time? Because you were always so rude to them. You were trying to get into Costas' mouth quite a bit, so... extension. Roll the tape. You're Roll the tape. Let's look back on that. It's a parter. It's all a clip show. Okay. Um, <laughs> so there's a lot of shit happening all at the same time. Um, Oopsies. I think, uh, right, Mike and Aya, what do you want to do in this circumstance? This made myself jump because I googled giant spider to oh. find the stats. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I know yeah. <laughs> um, I well, again, so this this is this is Pratt. He's he's cool. Don't mm-hmm. don't struggle. <laughs> don't, just, just don't just let it happen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a psych. Psychic connection with him, right? You have a telepathic connection, yeah. Telepathic connection. Can I just ask him why is he in my friend? You could just tell him to stop rather than ask you, him why. I, just I say, if you could just say, don't chew. He might have a reason, yeah. Before you sink your teeth into it. Um, so, it. <laughs> it being my friend. Yeah. I'm so, um, um, don't you as know. you communicate with him, mm-hmm. he's like, but I'm so hungry, and it looks so tasty. <laughs> I like that That's he has <laughs> He's from the mountain lands. Yeah. Um, Can you see what he looks like? Hmm? The image is in your what, the WhatsApp. Oh, thing. no, I haven't seen that. Hold on. Uh, Ellie, What's, don't look at it. What's that? I don't want to. Don't do it, Ellie. Don't do it to yourself. Oh, he's amazing. Oh, I Pretty didn't cool. expect that. I thought he'd be more furry. I don't mind being in him. He's amazing. Yeah, he's fine. Um, I get that you're hungry, but what if we find some other people to eat and we just say that out everyone in the world for now, these, these four, these three people plus one little frog that you are yet to meet are off limits, um, and then we'll the find other them. people. Hmm? There's more warm body bodies over there. Yeah, there's actually one. I'm gonna just give me one second. Uh, you can keep him in your mouth, but don't chew. <laughs> and I'm going to go and grab it gul- the... It, gul- it does gulp a little bit, and a little <laughs> bit more apart it does go into the more. The like spaghetti. Fine. Question, yeah, I was going to say, if it's like spaghetti, it's going to be really hard not to go... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I get that. Yeah. I'm going to go and grab the corpse of the man that Chad assaulted. Okay. Um, assaulted? That's... Sexually assaulted in the... Yeah. <laughs> Roll the tape again, because <laughs> that. That, was, that was Tim that made it very sexy. I didn't. I didn't even make Don't it sexy. Don't do any extra editing work. Oh, I'm not rolling any tapes. Chat's a sex pest. Part is just hey. a hit. <laughs> Who else are you going to offend? I'm going to go grab that cop. That's not sexy. You could agree. Go back. Uh, so, uh, yep. You can drag him out. Grab the cops. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you roll a persuasion check with your okay. new well, Against my own psychic best friend. Correct. There is a reason for this, and the reason is that you rolled a six. It came uh, with something weird. 12 plus... Persuasion. Persuasion plus 8, 20. Damn. Uh, yeah, so he spits out um, 
Parter oh. as a snake. Uh, you are now covered in like a thick mucus. Mm. From, it's, it's almost it's almost like spinneret like like a, a webbing from his maw uh, from the craw hole, and you just get ejected out onto the floor, and it skitters over uh, to where you're pulling out um, the corpse. And before you can like even drag it beyond the threshold of the portcullis, it's gone for its other limb and is already absorbing it into its uh, face. That's fine. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and it's just staring at you with what, like, one clustered eye. You can eat this entire body, but I just want a list of at least, at least six people who you aren't going to devour, if that's cool. Um, I hope I make that list. <laughs> You know quite yeah, a few people. Like <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so meanwhile, um, Chad is skittering backwards. Uh, Mike, what are you up to? What did you call the, the mucus thing? Uh, like, almost like a webbing, like, like he's using like spinnerets that you it would use for, to make webbing from behind, but it seems to have that capacity for saliva in the front. I think, I think you will know what I'm going to do. Not, not, time and a place, Mike. <laughs> I'm gonna do it anyway. <laughs> the place is here. The time is now. Yeah, I do that. But also, do, do we see Chad coming back to us? Yes, you see him like skittering backwards with his tail tucked beneath his legs. Him. Sorry, moon skittering. I'm yes, making right. mucus angels, and um... you realise I'm right in the middle of the mucus. Because uh, I think you're, I think I want to join you. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, a, as a little seven-year-old girl. <laughs> yeah. oh, the effect of this is that you're yeah, now kind of wearing parter like a um, like a stoat style uh, like scarf. Like Britney Spears. Like Britney Spears. Yeah. That snake sure. That's probably more relevant than a stoat scarf from the 30s. Um, yeah. You're now wearing him like a scarf, and you're making this because you're just doing that. You've just like positioned him around your shoulders. Yeah. And um, is actually roll a an athletics check for me. Sure. This is a really weird scene to picture. I'm just being abused. <laughs> By a seven-year-old. I don't like it. Twelve. Um, yeah, you start, it starts hardening up around you. And it starts becoming uh, diff- more... <laughs> damn it. I don't do this on purpose. But, seven, um, ten. <clears throat> this whole episode needs to be... <laughs> deleted, restart. Um, it's okay if you didn't record it. It's fine. Oh, it did. We can start That's over. <laughs> no, it is being recorded. <laughs> Oh, no. um, so it starts to much like like a cocoon, like a papoose around you, like a, you're becoming your own pupa uh, this isn't that and you're like you're webbing yourself yours. to the floor Stop. I want to go home we're all home we're all home mum can you pick me up <laughs> mum you're the I'm just facilitating. You're the one yeah, doing you're the action. <laughs> I'm just glad I'm not a part of this weird spider. It's not over yet. It's still time. Oh, well, that's true. So what you're saying is I'm wearing part Josh. of Yeah, part like of a scarf and you're like being cocooned. Okay. That's all and that's nothing funny. else is happening. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's all I care about. Okay, great. Moving on yeah. to the next person. <laughs> Uh, we'll go back to Chad. Um, uh, nope, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. No actions for Chad. Yeah, I'm out. I'll get into trouble that way. Uh, 
Uh, so yeah, this, uh, this dwarf is uh, stalking towards you and has grabbed uh, oh. the nearest available uh, weapon to defend or attack. Uh, and that is one of the branding irons. What's the dwarf? The the, uh, sorry, the dwarf? What? Yeah. Where'd the dwarf come from? Oh, that was in that the, was the one when, that Carter yeah. found. The room that I went into. Yeah. And then like Chad went in thinking that oh, I'd okay. gone down a different tunnel and then yeah. came back in. Okay. Turns out he um, went down that tunnel. I'm just going to point to him real quick and say that's, he's not on the list. <laughs> um, to me? No, to the dwarf. <laughs> Thank you. It's like, hey. Well, it was quite vague. He just gestured. That's true. Uh, He's not on the list. Uh, And the dwarf is a woman, so I don't think she liked that. No. Also correct. Although it's... Although dwarf and women are quite male, masculine. Well, they have beards. Yeah. Yeah, they have beards. Pretty cool. Yeah, and and her in particular. um, Hers is heavily braided. Um, Partially from life functionalities. Sorry, what? She is going to kick my ass. You're going to love it. Um, hey. And it's tightly braided and like tucked into the, um, the smelting apron that she's wearing. Um, like to tuck it away from... Like, obviously it's not singed. a thing that's like going on a shirt, by the way. Also, when you do <laughs> that, it makes so is not going on anything. Spike levels. So yeah, she's stalking out there. She's still wearing her heatproof gloving gloves. Um, still wearing like the, the big... Uh, boots that she needs just in case anything like uh, any hot iron spills. Um, got that thick leather apron. Goggles are on her forehead, covered in soot. And she looks like she's going to swing at any point. What do you want to do? Uh, so I'm hoofing it backwards. Yeah. Uh, and I'm gonna just going to go hoof it down one of the dark alleyways. Okay. Uh, <laughs> anyone in particular? We're going to say that um, just so you know where it is. Um, you came from the south. Yep. The lit archway is to the east on the right-hand side. Yep. So there is a, a north and a west. So there's a north, there's an up and a left. So Which way I did the come from? Sorry. Sorry, there's yeah, a coming from the east. east, from the right. The east. So I have a bearded angry dwarf coming at me from the east. Correct. So I'm going to start to turn around and run the other way. And I'm going to come into the opening to see a spider and a child and a snake <laughs> And a really weird, just kind of unsettling scene in the middle here, covered in webbing. And I'm just going to look at that and go, no. <laughs> and then run to the north. Okay, cool. Meanwhile, um, Pip, <laughs> can you roll a constitution check for me, please? Yeah. So just your constitution modifier plus a d20. Not a natural one. A natural one, nice. Narratively speaking. That's not nice. At least I'm uh, not part of a weird web mess. So yeah, me too. You'll always have that. Yeah, you'll always have, we'll always have non-webness. Um, <clears throat> uh, you wake at some point during the day. You're not sure when. Um, you're very groggy, disorientated, cold. Uh, but you're being prodded uh, with like a staff. Um, and as you blink your... Um, there's a phrase for what type of orientation that frogs have with their eyes. Because they sound a particular... I can't remember what it is off the top of my head, sorry. But you blink um, and you focus your eyes. And uh, there is a person above you like poking you with a stick. 
Um, what was the name of the person I was meant to be meeting here again? Uh, Bibliotheca Assessors. Bibliotheca. Um, I'm really tired and grumpy, so I'm just gonna like roll over away from her stick and be like, Are you Bibliotheca? Five more minutes, mum. Five more minutes. Um, and she says, uh, Yes. Did you cause all of this damage? Um, no, that wasn't me. Um, unrelated to that, I need you to help me. Uh, I don't. I can't quite remember what I was meant to tell you. <laughs> but you've still rolled over and sort of partially asleep. <laughs> um, um, I can't quite remember what I was meant to tell you, but your friend sent me here, and uh, I just just help me, please. Uh, a roll. First of all, roll a deception check, saying no, it wasn't you. Uh, perception. No, deception. Sorry. Deception. Uh, 14. 14. Requires a, a roll-off. Okay. Um, she seems somewhat easily distracted. Um, so she focuses less on the damage that is, has happened to the library, um, although she is quite concerned about it. And focuses more on what you're saying about uh, your contact. Uh, do you drop the name? Yeah. Uh, okay, she, with that, she looks around. Um, her hand instinctively goes to the ring of keys on her belt. Uh, and then she tells you, uh, wait here in a second. I'll be right back. Okay, uh, and sure. if you are inclined to do so, you can watch her shuffle off. Um, as you do so, she uh, the description of her, um, she's about average elven height, so you're looking like five foot tall. Um, she's got long, platinum, almost white hair uh, that extends all the way down to like the middle of her back. And she's wearing this robe, but the robe looks like it's been made, like a quilt has been made, like stitched together of different parts. Um, it's quite haphazard as well. So it's got all these different patches sequestered all over it. And it's a light blue. Um, and as she shuffles away, like the robe billows. Um, and you can see compartmentalized, like all over a person, much like a, uh, you'd have maybe like a, a police officer would have a flak jacket. Uh, hers instead is a literally, a literary flak jacket. So she's got like tomes and stuff like strapped to her in different places. Um, just for ease of access. So there's like uh, belt loops where she can undo them, take a tome out and read it all individually, like um, sequestered all over herself. Um, and then she shuffles off. She can also see um, like a, a wrapped wand as well, tucked into her belt uh, as she checks the keys. And she'll go down the staircase, two flights of stairs, go to the front door that you can see. You're on the second floor and it's a balcony. You can see down to the library proper and it is just hundreds if not thousands of bookcases um, this place is utterly huge you couldn't really get the scope when you broke in at night because you couldn't really see um, and she closes the two giant uh, double doors at the front and locks them and then makes the long journey all the way back the whole process takes like about eight, eight minutes I'm asleep again uh, you, yeah, you feel that um, you're being like poked awake again like, after oh. what might be like a minute, it could be another two hours you've already semi-entered REM sleep again What now? You mentioned a, a name? 
Yeah, um, Elsbeth. She told me to come to you and I can't remember why, but I just really need your help. My friends are missing. Um, I found a new horse and I really like him, but he's currently my only friend. Um, and I, I would really like to get back to my friends. Also like the apocalypse and everything, but yeah. Imagine you're probably like, saying all of this while still like curled up. Yeah. Eyes, eyelids half closed <laughs> on the floor. Uh, she's, um, it's best if we talk in my office. Oh, sure. And she tries to help you up. <laughs> I <laughs> just like reluctantly like plod along. Okay. Uh, she fortunately she passes her <laughs> constitution saving throw, so she doesn't fall asleep when she tries to. Oh, great. <clears throat> uh, but she does get a little bit woozy on her feet for a second, um, and she escorts you downstairs to the ground floor and towards the back, the opposite direction of the double doors, into an office, and she closes that door as well. Um, but it's not just with the key although she does mechanically lock the door. Um, but she proffers the wand that she's got on her belt and starts an incantation. And you can see um, the door frame glow with a very f- like sky blue uh, runes or sigils all the way around. And it flashes for a second and then disappears. Um, and when you, just about when you think she's going to turn to talk to you, she then starts incanting something else as well. I hope I didn't just lock myself in a room with a crazy woman. It definitely looks like it's not only been mechanically locked, but magically locked. And then she's also doing something else on top of it. I'm just like, yep, yeah, sure. Crack on. Um, <laughs> in this office, your... there is... sorry, go on, Mike. You bring out your, you could be split personality and be like the, well, Mrs. Banks, I do declare. <laughs> <laughs> Why, are you locking me in this room? <laughs> bring her out. So scare her. <laughs> Um, you take a sleepy look around uh, you see that there is uh, like a mahogany or oak desk uh, off onto the left and back hand side um, and it's got a green leather stitched top although that is barely visible uh, because there are tomes and books and ledgers all um, neatly organised very very neatly organised all over it um, there is also a private bookshelf with a glass uh, windows behind that, behind the desk uh, there's a chair in front of the desk for guests to sit in. Also on the opposite side, in the same green leather, uh, there is a two- or three-seater sofa uh, and a table. Um, I'm just going to sit there patiently while she locks the door and then be like, listen, I know you're doing your incantations. I'm kind of in a rush. I know you don't know my friends, but they get themselves into all sorts of weird situations when they're left alone for too long. Um, and time is like an issue here. <laughs> yeah. um, she's uh, like her back is to you as you talk to, like facing the doorway. And for a few more seconds, like she doesn't respond until the mutterings stop. Uh, you don't see or hear anything after that, but presumably she looks satisfied with what she's done. And then at that point, she turns to you. Uh, she's kind of like wringing her hand, hands a little bit. And in fact, like her cloak um, is in her hands. And she's wringing the cloak a little bit. And her... I'm in danger. <laughs> the other thing you notice as well is that um, her hair is still wet. And for some reason, the bottom of her cloak, like the hem of her cloak and her shoes, so the, the leather shoes that she's wearing is also wet. With... With... These are just things you notice. You okay. can do with them as you wish. <laughs> I'm not going to actively react, but I'm going to get, you know, the 
thing that Elsbeth gave me to transport me for somewhere else. Oh, the scroll of teleportation, yeah. I'm just going to like make sure that I have that on me and yeah. just maybe like... Your hand instinctively in. goes to your backpack and like where your backpack's like configured, inside is all your personal effects. On the outside, there's like a rolled winter blanket. There's also a loop of uh, rope on the back of that backpack. And tucked into one of the straps on the side, there is the tube, uh, the spell scroll tube. And then you, you touch it like almost uh, as like a comfort thing and you can still feel it at your side. Uh, she approaches you and says, uh, what do you know of Madame Elspeth? Uh, how do I know you're genuine? And how, how do I know you're this? genuine? You've come to seek me out. I feel like I don't have anything to prove to you. You did just lock me in a room, which I wasn't really expecting. We couldn't talk outside. It's too exposed. How do I know that? Uh, I'm telling you. I mean, I, it's up to you. Well, I'm telling you that you have to trust me, okay? I'm really tired. I'm not in the mood. Just help me out. I'm telling you that your friend Elsbeth told me to come find you, told me that she was supposed to meet you, maybe? I can't remember if that's what she told me. We've been, um, we've been communicating <laughs> via letter, but we had no, we had no arrangement. Uh, she was kind of on the run. And then so, she clam, clams up as she kind of divulges information. So she was on the run. She's still on the run. You're not going to find her. I don't even know where she is anymore. Um, someone who I can't remember his name is dead under a research facility. The library, the library, the university is completely gone. Like who knows who's running what where. Everyone's in danger. Just help me out. Roll a persuasion check. Yeah. Cool. Uh, 15 plus... One. Nice. Um, so with a 15 plus one, <clears throat> uh, she kind of looks furtively to one side or the other. She says, uh, do you have any documentation from Madame Elspeth to prove that you've met her? I have her diary. Um, she sort of puts her hands like sheepishly forward and says, uh, may I examine it? So uh, I can compare the handwriting. Only if you promise to give it back. I promise, yes. I don't want to keep it. I just want to confirm that you've met her. Do you pinky promise? Uh, I don't know. Sure, yes. Great. Okay, I hand it to her. Okay. But like... Okay, yeah, okay. No, uh, 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 <laughs> then, yeah, she takes it. Um, she's not particularly strong, so there's no like actual like force behind. Like, she, she pretty much just has to wait for you to let go of it. Um, and she shuffles off to her desk, uh, reaches down underneath the desk, and then you hear like a mechanical click uh, and then some paper or sheaf shuffling and she lays out the diary on one side and then a sheaf of paper on the other and starts comparing the two handwriting. Um, after about a minute, she seems satisfied, um, replaces the sheaf of paper, hear another mechanical cl click and then she closes the diary and then slides it cross the table in your general direction and then takes a seat um, and kind of pinches the bridge of her nose. And she's wearing um, these small round spectacles and kind of pushes them back on the bridge of her nose. Looks like she's like enduring a headache at this point. I'm just going to wait for her to respond. After a little while of like, uncomfortable silence, uh, she 
takes the, she opens her eyes again, lays her hands down in front of her. Just, uh, okay, I'm satisfied at least uh, for now, for this cursory interaction that you've met her and she's entrusted you with her diary as proof that you are someone that can communicate on her behalf at least. Uh, what is it? Why are you here? Um, I can't quite remember. <laughs> is that in character or are you saying like as a player prompt? <laughs> Do you want me to just give you a little bit of a nudge? Um, I, yeah, I, I can't remember and I'm just going to be honest with her. I'm just going to say, oh, yeah. even, I've, I, I don't know what's going on. I'm really struggling, I'll be honest. Okay. Um, he, she told me to come see you and I can't remember why. There's loads of weird things going on. I'm not staying here for long. I am, I've got to go see my friends. So this is just a passing visit. I don't think I should really proffer anything. <laughs> if you don't know why you're here. Um, um, and she kind of looks a little bit more on guard now that you've just kind of confessed that you don't really know why you're here. <clears throat> um, she just says, uh, she does say one thing. She says, if you are, it's non-intrusive. It's not, it won't hurt. Uh, but I can cast something upon you that will reveal perhaps a forgotten memory. That would be handy. Okay. Um, as I said, it's not intrusive in any way and it won't hurt you. And I'm only going to go searching for the information that you're that you've forgotten or the reason why you're here. My Honestly, fear is that you've been that. assaulted on your journey and have succumbed to somebody's ill will. Maybe they ever tried to erase your memory or I don't know. Who knows what they could have done? Or you've just been locked in quarantine. That is so distracting. There's two of them and they're both just walking around me. Sorry. Yes. Feel free to probe my brain however you want. Okay. So as you're going to allow it, there's no um, wisdom saving throw. Um, She casts uh, another spell. Again, she produces the wand, adjusts it in your general direction, uh, and starts... um, making these odd flicks of wrists in the air and producing this material components. Um, she, in fact, like flips a copper piece onto the table. Almost looked like she's offering it to you, but Boy. you may realise that this is part of the spell. <clears throat> uh, and her eyes glaze over slightly with like a faint sky blue glow. Uh, and you feel, you feel a presence on the inside of your cranium. Like someone's probing around inside your mind. Which, of course, she is. Um, and it gets more... The presence gets more uh, pronounced. Uh, you can feel... You're not, you don't, it doesn't feel like your psyche is being pushed to one side or you're being controlled in any way. But it definitely looks like you've opened the front door to your mind house. And there is now a guest on the inside going through all your stuff. I mean, but it's not a weird thing to me. But specifically looking for something. like They're not like, oh, what's this? What's this? But they're actually searching for something. Okay. Um, and this goes on Brain. for about a minute. 
of like you being but sitting there quite awkwardly still be able to see what you can see but still fight feeling this intrusion in your mind uh, and then as quickly as it happens like her eyes uh return to normal uh and then she blinks heavily like her, she hasn't blinked this entire time uh and she looks visibly more exhausted after that and she kind of slumps over her desk a little bit and but she nods <clears throat> still unable to uh speak uh she slides something over to you um that she's produced from inside her robes and it is a uh what looks like a, a ripped a torn piece of parchment from a book you can see where it's torn down one side but it's cut evenly on the other three uh and it has uh the number 4 right next to it and then a paragraph and just slides over to you and i will message this to you privately will you now uh, all right now it to me too mm. yeah me too okay yeah sure because <laughs> you're also privately i will not uh right there we go that's over to you now uh right and whilst ellie's on that we'll go back to you guys so the whole uh, bizarre char- like charade what is going you? on. Okay, all right. Um, Chad, uh, you've backed your way into the north corridor, I believe. Uh, well, I I backed out of the east corridor and ran headfirst into the north corridor. Oh, so you stood up and just picked it. Yeah, I don't want anything to do with this weird webby. Goodness. Uh, Missing out. Goodness. Yeah, goodness is one word for it. <laughs> it's not the first word I would A word for it. It's a word, yeah. Goodness. So I am running headfirst into the north dark alley corridor. Uh, how, how recklessly, on a scale of one to ten, would you say you're running? I'm, I'm bouncing off the walls, baby. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, um, there is a reason for this. So I need you four to roll initiative. But it's not like I'm a combat. So, so, it's not a combat yeah. initiative. I'm so it's sorry. It's more like everybody. I need to know how soon you have Chad any? interacts with. You're going to break like pillars, and we're going to be crumbled. Yeah, but I might kill that big weird spider. And hey, no one people. killed the spider. Oh, you probably will. Um, what are well, we? Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> what are we rolling for? Initiative, please. Okay, sorry. Sixteen. Uh, right, give me one second. So, Parter, sixteen. With a sixteen. Aya, fifteen. With a fifteen. Uh, so, Mike, sixteen. Mike's also got a sixteen. Chad, we are thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, fortunate. Lucky number. for Pratt, or are you? No, no, no. It's more like sections of people. So it's not like a combat thing, more like I want to know when these things are happening. They may affect your decision. Uh, but so far we've got like Mike and Pater. Uh, uh, Pater, you're now like around Mike's neck. So it's kind of like good that you both got the same initiative. Yeah. Um, you do very quickly, both of you kind of very quickly realise that um, the fluid that's been ejected by this giant spider is like some kind of defensive mechanism that he has that you can use to disable creatures, but potentially to like, then to eat them like when they are like cocooned in this mucus. Like in Lord of the Rings? 
Yeah, a little bit like that, but instead well, of like, like being pooped out. Yeah. <laughs> no, only only in fiction. <laughs> only in fiction. <laughs> yeah, I saw so, a movie about that once. Yeah. In this case, rather than it coming from um, the spinnerets on the but rear abdomen, from his mouth, it yeah. can project it from like inside its more. What's more what? It's more what? Mouth hole mouth type situation. Don't say yeah. mouth. Hole. It's more mouth. Mouth hole. <laughs> yeah, it's the craw hole. You, fun fact: that's actually craw. what uh, the anatomical name for a ma is is mouth hole. <laughs> yeah, that's what yeah. Webster's Dictionary defines yeah. more as I mouth s- hole. I saw a documentary about it. Should Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah, you know, Shelob's mouth hole. <laughs> Uh-huh. I've got the special edition of that documentary. Yeah. <laughs> um, sorry, so what's happening no. if that... What's happening? If, if so, that can disable people, is that disabling us? Uh, roll a nature check. Why didn't you? Both of, both of you. Yeah, both of us. Yeah. Why don't us? you? Sorry. Yeah, why don't you? Try. Why wouldn't you? 19. Nine. 19 then 9. 19. Party like it's 19 9. Um... <laughs> So, uh, Mike, you're happy just like continuously web angeling is your want to do. Uh, Pato, however, uh, you've got the sense that actually you're seconds away from like this just pinning you to the floor. I'm going to slither right out there. Yep. Uh, so, didn't slap say you as I go past. Just like, <laughs> slaps you on the way past. So you just get like the. the the tail of the snake just like whipping you across the cheek, leaving a little sort of red triangular mark on your cheek as tail you slither away. Pretty <clears throat> gratifying. Yeah. Makes a sound. Uh, Mike, unfortunately, as you're web angeling, uh, it gets to a point where you just like, uh, and then you stop and you can't move anymore. I'm just a child. You are. You're a child stuck to the floor. Whose fault is that? <laughs> He left me and then slapped me. <laughs> was that my fault? <laughs> well, the slapping was your fault. <laughs> and the leaving was your fault as well. <laughs> you you but the rest of it. Both of those things. <laughs> she was, she was web-angeling, holding me and then wrapping me around her neck. Yeah, and then you're like, oh, this is going to like stick us in place. What shall I do? Old GTFO and slap her on the way out. She deserves it. <laughs> Own it, um, Carter. And then I, I'm going to Go back to myself. Okay. You turn back and into your statuesque part of form. I'm going to have a little tear running down my face as well. Okay. I'm a bit confused like, by what's happened. It just kind of gets caught up in the little bit of residue of webbing on your face. But it's not as... Uh, it's not as... What, nose to tail as it would have been. Uh, but as you've expanded, it's kind of like a snake shitting its old skin. But exponentially so... So there's only like a few bits of webbing all over you because you're no longer the si- size of a snake. You are part of shaped. So you've shed okay. most of it. Um, now we'll go on to Aya. Uh, so you see this happen. You see Mike is now like, as a child, stuck to the floor in place. She can still like move her facial features, wiggle, oh, fing- like, wiggle, like wiggle her fingers and toes, <laughs> uh, move her eyes around, breathe, uh, like other stuff. But she is like... <laughs> <clears throat> Think of like someone's fired like a glue cannon at someone, just stuck to the floor. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, they gave him the body. Is that distracting him at all, or is he finished? Oh, no, he's eating it. Okay. so He's not not having to actively do anything about this situation. That's just happened. In fact, Mike was actively, like, a willing participant in just laying (laughs) down in this. Yeah, I can't really blame him for that. Um, Do we understand each other better now, though, that your stomach's full? Um, He just kind of gives you... Gives you a side eye as best as a spider can give a side eye. Eight, which is yeah. really good. A side eyes. <laughs> Gives you the old side oct eye. We're going to have to talk about, like, I find that side eye Boundaries. quite sassy. And he kind of also does, when you're like, are you now satisfied? He just almost like obstinately slurps up the entire limb of the dead robed corpse you fed it almost like a point as a point like a punctuation mark almost i think you're gonna have to kill this spider yeah i don't like the i don't i don't like the way it's it's talking to me i created you and then it just like snips the limb off and the the corpse just falls to the floor and that spurt of blood comes out of its mouth but it just maintains eye contact with you the last two monstrous creatures that i that i summoned into this existence we're a lot cooler. Um, just hear I, it. Would, <laughs> I would just like to remind you that um, Costas did eat my family. Yeah, but only on my instruction. <laughs> That's not any better. <laughs> you killed one of the earlier two. Yeah, you did bash its brains out. Uh, I wasn't in control of my senses then. And Mike, you killed the other one by like kicking, kicking its it head into the death. Yeah. <laughs> into the giant crab. I don't no. Okay. That's, that's not an excuse saying you don't remember is not an excuse that you did it <laughs> um, what, where, what's happening right now guys uh, I'm going to so, say to, the, to my spider friend that yeah, if, we we got, went, if we went together then we, you will have more food yeah you're also kind of ignoring the fact that there is a wild eyed dwarf brandishing <laughs> yeah. a branding <laughs> iron in the midst of everybody here and like, is now searching not on the list yeah, but no, you actually pointed at Chad and the dwarf and said he is not on the list, technically <laughs> speaking. <laughs> and then he scooted out of there. By he, I mean she, and by she, I mean the dwarf, not the lizard. Okay. Um, Thanks for clearing that up after... It kind, of, it kind of looks a little bit blankly, like almost... You're all, like, it's a giant spider... And you're all vaguely humanoid shaped, like it would have known the difference anyway. I don't like this spider. You're gonna have to work with me on the psychic connection though, because I'm trying to put a picture of a dwarf in your head. It starts eating one of the other limbs. (laughs) (laughs) Is is anything? Can I just ask? Is anything happening to our necklaces? Are they like glowing or any? Can we feel anything, or is it completely different? Uh, Currently, it's not. It hasn't been activated, if you will, in any way, okay. shape, or form. It's not glowing. It doesn't feel heavier. Um, you don't notice it anymore other than you're now thinking about it and you're, you're reminded that it exists about your neck <clears throat> and that you can't take it off. There's another chief component of that. Uh, other than that, no. It doesn't seem to be interacting or being activated in any way, shape, or form. Uh, so uh, uh, we're on to Chad. Chad, now you're barreling through the north corridor. 
Uh, as you do, you seem to stumble upon what looks to be, and you're relatively, even though you're a wizard, you're relatively like, martial-based. Come from like quite a society that values martial prowess uh, and military ranks and things like that and, and strength. Okay, as somebody who's from a martial background, uh, for the rest of uh, our viewing audience, what's a martial background? <laughs> so for everybody else out there, not Chad or not Kriana, me, asking for, proxy. Not me. Yeah, asking, asking for a friend or literally every other friend I have. Yeah, um, is uh, a martial thing is like someone who's trained in uh, warfare, fighting. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, you knew, you knew it. Yeah, so I'm in a karate dungeon. I'm in a dojo. <laughs> you're in a dojo. Yeah, you're in, you're in the Karate Kid dojo. Mr. Miyagi catching flies in the corner with chopsticks. This is great. This is that's the not best happening. Possible. Oh, but shit. what is happening is that you've stumbled <laughs> upon what looks to be half barracks, half um, a weapons storeroom, and there are racks and racks of weaponry uh, cloistered amongst cots. Uh, not cots like a baby cot. Cots as in oh. <clears throat> uh, single makeshift beds all lined up. Uh, all very um, regimented. And, empty. Uh, yes, they're all empty currently. There, is, there are no dog. lights. Uh, there are no hot dogs here. Oh. Well, that's uh, a shame. How do you have dark vision? Probably not. You don't, no. Uh, so that's all you see currently, as you kind of like almost trip over the first cot and barrel face first into a rack of weaponry. Almost. That Are you happen. asking me what I see? Uh, no, I'm telling you what you see. What do you like <laughs> oh. to do? I thought <laughs> you said, what do you see? Yeah. Uh, I would like to scoop up as many weapons and find the biggest, coolest weapon Okay. Is there is there like one big cool weapon? Like, is there a giant lightsaber on the wall? Because you don't have enough. Because I don't have enough. I need more for my um, collection. Can you roll a an investigation check? Of course. But I can. with disadvantage, for me, please, because oh. you can't see what you're doing. Because this is a room. But I rolled unlit. so well. Oh, I rolled really well. <laughs> Damn it. Uh, I rolled a 17 and I rolled a 19. With my investigation, I have an 18 total. With my disadvantage. Fuck. <laughs> you, you actual fuck. Or, um, all right, I need you to roll a D100. D100 for me, please. My advantage. Uh, my D100 rolled me a 100. Seriously? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Are you serious? I'm not, I'm not fucking around. Do you want me to turn my camera around? No, no, I believe you. It's on the, yeah. Like, what did you get? If I so, could have lied at any point in this game, I would have done that a long time ago, but I got a fucking 100 on a D100. So I've played, I played D&D a little bit of extra, so we get tangent here for a second. Um, if, Alice, if you can just Photoshop me into some kind of like, there's a fireplace behind me, I'm going to... Yeah, animate the whole thing. Just keep so giving roll me the tapes. Yes, roll the tapes. <laughs> um, I've been playing D&D for, I don't know, Many a like moon. 10, 12 years at this point. So not like a long, long time, but um, I've probably got onto thousands of hours of playtime. Um, and as a DM and playing as a player with DMs and doing treasure rolls, I've never seen anyone roll a 100% on the percentile for a treasure hoard before. Just as context. Did I get a lightsaber? <laughs> 
you may have you may have gotten something better than a lightsaber. I'm sorry, Alice. I'm going to kill your stupid spider. I can disappear it with the spell. Like it. it oh. Well, you don't need to murder it, right? Well, somebody should. Um, I'm really intrigued as to what ten more class is better than a lightsaber. All right. I need you to roll once more. Okay. I need it to be another D100 for me, please. One more. Yeah, I really don't hope you get. I have to do it twice. Hold Seven on. Things. No, only roll once. Seven. Seven. <laughs> Let down. Seven. Okay. All right. Come on, Tim. Uh, roll one, two, three, four. <laughs> Can you roll for me? Eight. Oh, no, sorry. Keeps going. <laughs> I've just realized how close I am. I'm like, <laughs> what did you find? Really what did you find? Right, can you roll? <laughs> I'm gonna have to send you a link. Uh, can you save Saber. Can you do custom dice on the dice roll that you're using? I can do a automatically Launch adds number to your roll. No, I can't. No, I'm gonna send you a link to where you can create your own dice. And I'll easily make a D38. <laughs> I hope it's a uh, lightsaber. So Sorry, in the main WhatsApp, go there. Yep. Go to Hold the bottom. On. All the way all to the, the bottom. Underneath the pic all the pictures. In the bottom left hand corner, there'll be a little text box saying one. Change that to the um, number 38. Very bad. Yep. One. So 38, and then click roll next to that. Hold on, that said 381. That's the one. I really want to know what you're going to get. Hurry up. Wait, hold on. Do I change that in the modifier or the number? The die. <laughs> uh, so neither the modifier nor the number. Right at the bottom. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. I changed the wrong one. Hold on. That's okay. 38. Roll. <laughs> You got a 35. Oh, that's good for me because I can work backwards. Eight, okay. six, five. Okay. Oh. Uh, Miss seven. Uh, all right. So, in one corner of the room, like, you can kind you can see it. You're going to have to break in to get it. It is behind a, a barred iron. Like, you know, you know, like heist films where they have, you get into a. Uh, a situation where you find like you've broken into the first room and there is money all about and then there is a secondary like internal room like caged area that's where all the good stuff is like, mm -hmm. all the diamonds and like barabons and whatever uh that's the situation you're in now you've disregarded all of the other weapons that are around you uh, and then like almost as a centerpiece of this room there is a pedestal on top of the pedestal there is a giant crossbow like far larger than the crossbow you've seen before um, and it is made of platinum and gold, uh, like enamored wood. Uh, on the head of the crossbow, normally it would just be, you know, uh, how a crossbow is. You'd have like almost like a rifle stock yeah, crossbow to it. lightsaber. Um, but on the head of it, it would just be, you know, you got the bowed piece of wood that is that fires the bolt. On the head of that wood, there is a ram made of platinum, uh, with its mouth open and then out of that ram's mouth would eject um, the bolt. But 
there's a constant, probably the reason why you found it, there is a constant green glow emanating from the mouth of this like goat's head, this <laughs> giant crossbow. Uh, also, goats. It, it also doesn't look like a, yeah, maybe. maybe any it's like an, an, an anti-goat crossbow. <laughs> it can only kill goats. Yeah, but really well. Um, with no mess. What's best uh, in a lightsaber? A goat gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know how. Um, uh, you and where, where normally you would, again, coming from a martial background, you kind of know the workings of a giant crossbow. Um, you know that uh, normally you just like put in one bolt at a time, pull it back. Uh, some of them you have to pull back manually. Some of them have a crank that you would pull it back. This one doesn't have that at all. In fact, has like a cylinder. Um, the best way I can describe it is like, you know, old Tommy guns that have the big cylinder magazines. Yes. That, but on top of the crossbow. So it looks like yes. you've got a repeating crossbow that just, <laughs> it will eject rapid fire. Oops. Oops. This isn't going to backfire It's, ju- it's massive. <laughs> no one trust Chad. With a giant goat killing crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> you basically found the D and D equivalent of a machine gun. <laughs> but it only kills goats. But it only kills goats. <laughs> Heals everyone else. Kills goats. <laughs> Ellie, you know how we merge words together? All I could think of so it's a goat gun. It's a gun. 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 How are you gonna how are you gonna get into this? Okay. Roll an athletics check. You can't uh, not get this at this point. I got a 14. 14? 14's yeah. enough to start bend, start bending the bars. Uh, mm. Not you haven't just gone it and you're in. It's gonna take a little bit of a while if you like forcing it open and then like putting a palm against it and your elbow against the other part and then it's going to take you a can little I while spend, to get inside. While everybody else is doing something, can I spend the whole time trying to reach really hard and like... This is the o- one and only time in your entire life where being buff is a detriment. <laughs> You're too big. I'm too big. So rather, rather than all of this time while we're doing stuff, rather than you <laughs> opening the bars, you're literally trying to reach it. Stuck punching through the bars. You're such the a gap. Idiot. It's so close though. Flexing to try and part the You bars. need a friend who's just slightly stronger than you. If only I knew somebody. Just continue doing that rather yeah. than go. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, well, I thought my turn was over. <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, okay. <laughs> it's not just me. Um, so that all you can hear, the two things that you can hear are the straining of the iron bars and um, your grunts and flexing as you're trying to get inside there. <laughs> However, in the Oculus room, and potentially right. many other rooms surrounding the Oculus room, uh, this klaxon goes off, like an ear-piercing klaxon just starts blaring out. That's it. Is the, is the dwarf in well, just like a like an actual like air raid siren almost effects to it, but that, more Tim. obnoxious than that. Where is it coming from? Yeah, what is it, Tim? I need an example. I can't imagine it. Well, I don't want to 
Okay, I'm just gonna move my mic away from my mouth a little bit. I got it. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I knew it all along. Yeah, and you can't hear each other over this klaxon going. Um, and immediately, like the dwarf that is in your room, uh, like stiffens to attention um, and looks to the north corridor and just runs towards the north corridor. The north corridor is that the one that Chad just went down. Correct. Oh, uh, so, so we'll pause it there and we'll go back over to Pip. <laughs> um, <laughs> I just, so I've read the note that she's given me. Uh-huh. I'm like, what does this, did you find this in my brain? Oh, uh, no, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that's something that Madame Elspeth was working on uh, prior to her being relieved of her duties in the UMA. It's something that her students carried on uh, in her absence. What does it mean? Like, I get what it means, but what does it mean? Oh, it's, um, she didn't, she only had time to translate the first three. And this is the fourth? Yes. Um, Can you give me the first three? Oh, uh, no, I, we, sorry, we don't have the, the first three. Uh, they were already pre-translated. Um, oh, and she sort of starts digging around and she finds the first three that she has and slides it over to you. Okay. Um, I'll like, I'll, thank you. I'll read this later. Um, have you got anything else that you can help me with? Because I've really got to go see my friends. Yes, um, we, before... Thaddeus, um, well, before Thaddeus went missing. Oh, uh, he's roll... the one buried under the research facility. <laughs> okay, roll an insight check. 18. Okay, uh, you look like you... Four. So 22. Yeah, with those words that you've just spoken, you look like you've just plunged your hand into her chest and torn out her heart. Looks like she just folded in on herself when you've just said, "Oh yeah, like, he's the one that's buried underneath," <laughs> and like she just shuts down like immediately. Oh, I'm like, "Oh wait, a minute. or was it him? I can't quite remember." <laughs> it's too late at this point. Like uh, all the colour drains from her face, and like her skin becomes waxen, and she just stares like blankly down at her desk. I'm I'm really sorry. Was Thaddeus close to you? And she gives the, the barest, almost imperceptible nod. I'm so sorry. Um, we're, we're doing everything we can to figure out what happened to him. And we're doing the very best we can to make sure that he didn't die in vain. Um, whatever you're about to tell me, I'm sorry that I've, I've shocked you, but it, it could be really valuable. And I, I know he wouldn't want everything that he'd been working on to go to waste. Um, roll a persuasion check for me. You can see that like she's playing with another piece of parchment in her hand. Like she had it in her hand, ready to go. Um, I got a 16. Um, and she shakily places it on the tabletop and slides it over to you. Uh, just... When you un unfold it, uh, it just has four words on it, uh, but they're not placed in a sentence. It looks like they are uh, placed in uh, a random positions on the piece of paper. Okay. 
uh, like unrelated to one another almost. And it has four words. Uh, celestial, key, stop, and ruination. Ruination. Ru ruination. Ruination. Yeah. So celestial key stop ruination. Um. What What does this mean? Uh, and then she gives a shrug. Is this? Did he leave this for you? Um. She like her voice is a trembling whisper at this point. Um. Uh, this is the last thing we worked on before he went missing. We couldn't. I can't complete it without him. How or, can or I anyone that's seen the original tombs? How can I do anything to complete it? Can I get you the tomb? Uh, uh, you have to take this to someone that has seen the original. Who? Uh, who the, would the original scribings? Um, they were working it out. I don't have the key. Without the key, it's indecipherable to me. What is the key? Um. He. It was what Madame Elspeth and Thaddeus and the rest of them were working on. Only they knew it. Um, but it was imbued into them. It wasn't something that's written down or something you can transcribe. It's, some, it's a process that happened to them when they were trying to decipher this portent. And it's almost like a, like a psychological mark on their psyche. They are the key. Okay. And it sounds like only Elspeth is left. Thank she you. She might be the last key. Um, do you know, was there anybody else who was working on the tombs or was near them when they were working on it? Uh, she, said, she nods and takes a while to like rack her brains. Uh, and she says, yes, there, there are... Uh, there were four people. Uh, there was Madame Elspeth, who was leading the research. Thaddeus, and she kind of like chokes a little bit when she says the name. And then she says, uh, Ossus and Dagon, but we know that Ossus and Dagon are already dead. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, thank you. I promise that we will look into this and... I promise that we'll finish the research that Thaddeus started. Do you not, Stotts? Um, I have to go see my friends now. I hope you understand. And she nods also. Um, I wish you well. Stay safe. Um, as you know, there are people <coughs> looking for everybody involved in this right now. So you might want to leave town. You might want to go into hiding. Okay. Again, she nods, but almost doesn't look like really she's registering a lot of stuff at the moment. Um, and I go, uh, so Elspeth gave me this transportation spell. Do you know if it will take a horse with me as well? Um, she nods. <laughs> great, great. Thank you. Sorry, I'm so sorry. I just had to ask. Just had to ask. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> will you let me out um, of this room, please? <laughs> and she kind of shakily says, you, you need to know where you're going. Oh. <laughs> um, what if I have, like an artifact with my friends, of my friends. Um, and she considers it for a moment uh, as the DM <laughs> considers it for a second. Uh, I think 
That might be a locate creature if you have something that has. Um, can I ask this while on the topic? Um, I assume it just got lost to the ether because of the amount of movement we did. Matty Moody asked last week whatever happened to Chad's box. Uh, yeah, uh, that something happened, but nobody knows. Nobody was there to see the box. <laughs> I can send another box. Don't worry. I just need to find my dumbbell. Yeah. Um, so uh, you need to, when you teleport, you need to know the location. If you don't know the location, it's not like a, but if you know, there's also something called locate creature. If you know well, that spell, you can find your friends and then you can kind of see where they are and then use the teleport. Um, I'm going to say to the uh, biblioteca person, do you, do you have find my friends? <laughs> find my friends. Enabled on your... <laughs> <laughs> on your one. Um, oh no, it's locate, not find. Sorry, locate. Creature, and that is a. Uh, she shakes her head, no, uh, but she whispers to you. She says, "Check Professor Spine in the UMA," and then we'll end the episode there. Uh oh. Uh oh. So, uh, I like to thank my players. I'm sorry, I'm going to, have to visualize <laughs> the order that is in the room. So, I like to thank my players. Ellie, Josh, Annie, Cleal, and Alice. Now, if you want to plug your social media, now's an amazing time to do so. Um, at Ellie Bav. At MCM Josh. At Annie underscore squirrel. Uh, this one goes out to Dan Teagle. Uh, thank you. Keep sending in name recommendations. Uh, so this one this week is at Fifty Shades of Green. Nice. That's gross. gross. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't say that following. Oh, yeah. You have to do a little lizard lick after that. No. Um, you Don't know, because we're doing this, you can just leave this call, and I will if you keep doing stuff like that. <laughs> Tim can throw you out of the call. I'll just hang out. You <laughs> haven't got to Alice yet. Hey, Alice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. really and I'm at MCM on Tim. I remember, if you don't know what to do, stay home. And wash your hands. Thank you for listening. To support this podcast, please leave a review on iTunes or your favourite podcast provider.